You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy. And finally, start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. Well, as you all know, I took a bye week last of uh, last week. I have been extremely, extremely busy, and I just had to shut it down uh, for a second and self-care and get myself right because of all the change that is before me right now. And today's episode is real talk uh, and also more power to you. And that is the topic, real talk and more power to you because it's one of those days, it's one of those weeks and it's one of those uh, months and for me it's one of those seasons. I've been explaining to a few of my close friends uh, this past last two weeks that I feel like it's winter right now. I feel like it's very cold. It's a blizzard outside and there's, there's almost a case of hypothermia um, because there's so much going on. And when I say, you know, to the extent of hypothermia, uh, it, it's, it's not so clear right now. And it's a little, it's a little, uh, funky. It's a little jaded. It's a, it's a, it's a lot, you know, and I know that I'm, I'm, I've got support and I've got God and I've got, you know, a, a lot more tools in my toolbox to use right now, but it doesn't take away from people that are going through a lot. Again, we don't have to be a victim to this and we don't have to just, you know, push over and become depressed and feel hopeless. That's not a thing. And that's not a thing with me. Just because I'm saying that it feels like winter does not mean that I'm going to fall over and that you're going to fall over. Instead, it's recognizing that it is a storm. That is it a blizzard and that you're so cold and that you're so frigid that hypothermia is on its way. However, I told you, and you know this, you have support. You have people around you. You have scripture. You have the mantras. You have meditation. You have the time to get in yoga and, and, and create space that creates silence so you can think. You know, and I'm speaking out loud right now and it sounds amazing. And these are the things that I've been charging myself to do knowing that I'm in the winter months right now. And I say that because it's, it's so clear to me that we go through seasons. We go through the ups and the ebbs and the flows. We go through the ups and the downs. I just created a word right there, ups, ups. Um, but we just do that. We do that naturally. And uh, for, for me, and I, I've, I've mentioned this in the recent podcast of Project You, that yes, we get below the line. And it's more noticeable when I get below the line. But I'm so immersed in, in, in the idea and also the reality of getting myself above the line quicker. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm available to myself to recognize that I'm below the line. So what tools am I going to use? You know, and then it's not so much of just getting out you know, real quick to not feel, because I never want to go down that path again. I actually want to feel where I'm at with where, where I am at below the line and, and let it be felt. So right now I'm letting it be felt. And 
you know, this episode of Real Talk and More Power to You, I'm I've been coached this past two weeks. I have been helped and again I have been supported. And what's going on in my life is change again. It's a full pivot, it's a full turn and 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 things that you didn't ever expect in your life start to happen. You know, and so just like we've chatted before, you, you no one gets married to get divorced, no one opens a business to shut it down, you know, and and no one goes to f- school to fail. Like we 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 go through things and we learn. And we or we go through things and we we, we don't ever learn and we don't ever buck up and 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 figure it out, you know, and face ourselves in the mirror. That's you know, that's not in my wheelhouse. And it's not in your wheelhouse. Not anymore. You know, especially when we're in the line of progress. Not anymore. We are designed to be better. We are not designed to be perfect. So in my situation, again, when you're listening to Project You, these are stories and these are experiences and and opportunities and also you know, you know, falls and getting beneath the line kind of kind of kind of podcast. And then it's and then in some way, shape, or form it's a little relatable and it it's a it's a better way to know that you know what, you're not alone. And now I know that. When I look around, I'm like, we all are going through our crap. And she's in the summer season, she's in the spring season, she's in the fall season. Whoa, she's in a winter season. <laughs> you know, I have a I have a couple that comes to classes and my training and stuff and 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 they're a husband and wife and and and, and he'll go, what kind of mood was Cammy in? Or she'll go, what kind of mood was Cammy in? And, you know, I'm, I, I, I make sure that I'm there and I'm present at the gym. But sometimes, you guys, uh, I'm beneath the line and I'm in a winter um, month or I'm in the storm. And I have clients that are so in tune with me that they know. As right when they walk in, they're like, oh, great. Or, you know, the right when they walk in, they're like, oh, great. This is going to be a crazy workout or a hard workout. Um, oh, she's annoyed today. Um, whatever it may be, um, I hope that I am not too bad when I'm below the line. But it can be felt, you know, and I'm not ashamed of it anymore. And so when I share the story of myself, I, I hope that you relate and, and find a way to put yourself in, in this story and then you're then you're you're journaling from where you're at right now. Do you remember what it felt like to be in winter month? Do you do you remember what it felt like to come out of the winter month and and become, you know, and blossom? And and I know that the become and the blossom is about to happen again. And so again, I, it's not like I've been in this winter months for a long time. It just popped up, just like Reno, Nevada. If anyone's from Reno, um, we have four seasons here, and it could be storming like crazy. And tomorrow morning, you know, just be the the nicest midweather type of day in, in the winter months. You know, and 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 there's times where you can go skiing and get and get really really warm even on a winter day. Um, meaning it, it snowed yesterday and the sun's out so bright the next day. And so that's how quick this can can pass and, 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 and be better. But right now, it's one of those things where you got to sit in and you got to know that, okay, this is part of the plan. This is lessons to, to be learned. And, and, and even though we may not handle things very correctly or, you know, we, we, we miscommunicated or whatever the, the situation may be, you got to know 
that if you're aware enough of what's going on, then you, you can do it better next time, you know, cause there's going to be a next time. Uh, but for my situation right now, and to be really, really honest and open and vulnerable with you guys, I've, um, walked through a divorce, uh, and I am a year and a half out of it. But when I, when I listened to my friends that had gone through it and stuff, they're like, Oh, it lasted a while because you know, they didn't sign the papers and the papers didn't go through the court system or whatever. Um, and then all the, the handling of the stuff, you know, the stuff that is fleeting because everything is fleeting. Everything's in motion on its way out. You know, and that means stuff for me and materials and the things that were once bought and um, those things have to be separated and then the house has to be sold. And guess what? It sold. It sold in three days. Uh, the house was on the market and this is the story I want to share is the first time we put it on the market, it was on the market for six months. Six months, I was in a position of nervousness and very, very scared. And I look back, and when I think of humans, I now think of us more primal. I think of us as animals. I think, I think of us as doing what our gut and our, our deep, deep, deep self is designed to do. You know, and so for women, we are natural at being nurturers. We are natural at looking and searching and seeking out security and safety. We're naturals at this. This is very primal. And for men, they're protective. You know, they are providers. They are the laborers. They are the tackers, you know? Um, and, and so when I look back at those six months that the house was on the market, my house was, was looked at 48 or 49 times realtor walked in with, with potential buyers for a way overpriced home, way overpriced. And you know what I said? I said, I don't care if we sell the house, I'm going to play monopoly and I'm going to, we'll put it on the market. And, um, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I didn't put the right energy out. I, I made it a block. I blocked it out and I wasn't absolutely about this. You know, I wasn't absolute about this. Sorry. And I, I then began to hold back and be resistant because I was secure in that house and I was safe in that house. And as a mother, this is where more power to you as a mother, we do things to protect and, and find safety just like I did in my marriage. When things were going down and things were nasty and I was living the nightmare, I stayed rightfully so because it was secure and it was safe for my children because I didn't trust the situation and I didn't know I was in a complete unknown and that's not a thing to be for your children it was I will know and I will do and even if that means to sacrifice who I am and what I am right now I needed to do that and I'm a hundred percent okay with that today uh, I used to really have a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. And as I walked through therapy and I walked through this, uh, this presence of seeing self and, and, and the trauma that I was going through, I was doing, you know, the fight or flight notion. And I was also surviving. And that meant that I was surviving with my children and I worked my butt off. I worked so 
hard to pay that mortgage. I worked so hard to pay the overhead I, at the gym. I worked so hard to continue to, to be present at the gym. And that was the one place that I was. Not very many people knew. And, and you know what? No one knew. No one knew what I was going through. Was, people knew of the rumors and all the things, but they didn't know really what was going on because I didn't, I didn't bat an eye. You know, and so now I bat an eye and now I can feel and now I'm not attempting to put it under the rug and on the shelf and make it look perfect and pretty. No, I'm in progress, just like you are. You are in progress. And so when I look at the, my past and how, how strong I was in, in, my, in my career, in my work setting, I realized that I was in survival mode and, and, I, and I don't remember a lot until after I started waking up. And when you start waking up after things start to come and they start to arise and you start to realize what had really happened, how deep the cuts really were and how deep the wounds really were. Um, and what amazing amount of band-aids that I put on myself and how tragic it was to pull those off and to actually feel the wound and see the wound, you know, but in, in, in retrospect, it was always ready to heal. I just wasn't, I wasn't ready to heal. I wasn't ready to look at myself in the mirror and do all the things, right? So I, I, I go, I'm jumping back and forth, but then I move forward and here we are, you know, selling the house and I'm playing Monopoly in this high market and I, I don't want to sell it because I'm, I'm not secure and I'm not safe anywhere else at that moment, you know, and I was doing right. So my energy as a woman and as a mother shut down 48 people to walk through that door. It was the number one thing. It was too close to plumb lane. It's right on plumb and it's too close to the, you know, a very high traffic street. And every time I was like, good, good, fine good and I wasn't ready to let it go and it wasn't because I was wasn't ready to let it go because of the memories and my past life and all those things it was because I needed and I was seeking out safety and security for my children and for us you know and that was a part of me healing that was a part of me finding um finding myself and and finding out you know my 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 nights to be alone even though I had a boyfriend and the most amazing boyfriend may I say um I still had to be alone in the house with just the boys and I, which was very different, which is, wasn't how it was, you know, it wasn't traditional. Um, so, you know, to do all those things and practice those things and not just, you know, roll over every single time I needed to do that for me. I needed to do that for my children. I needed to set an example, you know, and, and, and as I did, I started to grow stronger as I got through the nights. I go, I grew stronger. And to this day, I got to tell you another secret of mine. And, but when I was going through this year of being in the, that house, um, you know, you go from the gut. You go from the intuitive place. And that's what I wanted to practice because I resisted it so much, right? How many times have you resisted the, the intuition and the gut feeling inside yourself to become? Um, and we do that. And so then resistance is there and present and so also the the thief is there it's procrastination to be yourself because you're not following your heart you're not following your gut and your intuitive instinct but so when when that happened um or when those things were happening in me i was seeking out mental care for my children i didn't know what divorce looked like i didn't know how i was supposed to do things but i was so stepping so deep into my gut 
And like my brother just told me the other day, never make decisions and never act through the emotions. He's done it way too many times and it bit him in the butt. You know, instead he's more logical now and, and he's not so angry now and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he wants to be better too as a male. You know, that made a lot of sense to me for my brother to tell me that, like, do not make emotional decisions. And jumping around here again, um, you know, going back to the, the, the time with, you know, a year ago and having a boyfriend and having two boys and the boys knew the guy and Dan and all the things I still, and Dan made that intuitive decision to not ever stay at that house with them until things were right and they were ready and it felt organic and good and all the things. And to this day, I can say that Dan never stayed over at the house. Not one time during the week on, week off. I stayed with Dan during my weeks off from my boys. And those times of being a week on, week off were non-traditional. They were so different. They were so, they were so scary without my boys because I'm a mom. I'm a full-time mom. Aren't you? Mom's out there. Aren't you a full-time mom? And you never thought to be away, but now this is the change and the change that was supposed to happen for me at least. And so then I, would, I was able to stay with him during my off weeks. Well, the on weeks, we made that strong decision. You know, you're an independent man. I'm an independent woman. You're doing your thing and I'm doing my thing. We'll come together. And he always left around 8, 8.30, you know, and there's some nights where we didn't see each other and, and we stuck to our gut. And I appreciate that. I appreciate from digging deep to my heart and my soul and realizing that those, those boys' um, you know, minds and hearts and souls are, are also at stake here, and you do right by that. You know, and we fail at parents. We fail as mothers and fathers and guardians, and, and that's part of life too. But I'm open to failing, and I'm way more open to learning the lessons so it doesn't you know, happen over and over again. For the, for the betterment of ourselves as parents and friends and supporters and guardians and the betterment of our children. And so as I, as I fast forward to, you know, the talk with my brother and not making decisions off just emotions, you know, that goes, you know, back to Dan too and staying at the house. Like emotional Cammy would have loved to have him over every night and to feed my flesh and to feel safe and secure. But I had to do that myself. Just like I made emotional decisions right when I got divorced. I signed the dotted line as quick as I could because I was making decisions. The universe works fast, right? Thoughts, 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 ideas, 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 reality, reality, reality. And I, and I just, I was so hurt and I was so broken and I was so torn and I just did it. And that was emotional. Right. When I was when I was making agreements and doing all the things and then and then I and then I came to and I started to realize I'm like, oh, that's what it was. I wasn't being logical. I was just like, get it over with, get it done. Here's this, half this, half this, half this. And and really I I, I should have just been more logical and thought it out and t- taken a little bit more time. But um it, you know, when I was divvying dividing things up and all, but I realized that the statement that my brother made today, which is a year and a half later, is oh so true. More power to you to stick to your logic and your heart and your gut and your intuition versus your emotions. More power to you. And that's something that I want to practice more and more. You know, and so 
as we dive into, you know, the story of be careful what you ask for, you know, and what your attitude is, is what you will get and be in the magnet and, you know, um, law of attraction. Like I brought in to my home 48 realtors with potential buyers and not one of them bit, not one. And I was speaking every day out of, out of, out of, out of my mouth was like, no, I don't really care. No. I mean, if it sells, it sells, you know, it's so nonchalant. And then Dan had a talk with me and he's like, Cammy, until you're ready, until you give fully over, fully into this and submit to this, it's not going to happen, you know? And so we took time off and uh, we went with my very dear friends, uh, the Draculiches for the sell of the home. And we cleaned up the house and we did a few more things to adjust and to make it more presentable and bring, a, you know, a few, a few changes. So we changed the carpet and we changed the, the paint in the house. But um, then I, I, I switched my attitude and I stopped being um, in a place of I need to be safe and secure. I was in a safe and secure place a year later, even even more so. I was in a safe and secure place you know, the day that I decided my, my decision, but when you're going through healing of, of a traumatic event, you are hurt and you're broken and you're wounded and you're torn and it doesn't feel good. And so you have to heal from that, you know? And so here I am, you know, a year later and, and we put, or, or after six months of the house being on sale, sorry, um, we wait three months and then we're back on the market and because I pivoted and because I rooted down and, and, and stopped my feet down and became more courage, uh, a woman of courage and more bravery, I knew that I am safe and my kids are safe and I am secure and they are secure. I am happy and they are happy. I put the energy out there. I'm ready. I'm ready. Primal Cami is ready. No matter what's going to happen here, I'm going to be safe because I'm smart and I have tools and I'm going to act on it and I'm going to do because I'm a doer. And, and, and regardless of situations and time and, and money and stress and all those things, everything's going to be fine because it's the attitude that I presented. The house sold in three days. The house went on the market. And the house sold in three days. So if you want to know the market right now, it's extremely high over here in Reno. I think it's one of the best places to sell in the United States right now. I'm just made that up. But um, it's just the highest market. And I don't think my house is really worth that much. Um, and, and, and it kind of hurt me to know that, you know, it was going for that much. But then uh, as, you know, uh, on the other side and being a seller, then it was the time. It was the best time. You know, and so did we get overpriced? No, we got under um, by $10,000 and we were happy about that because we got way more than what we, what we thought we were going to get, you know, and it was, it's, that was a, a, a great blessing because if the house, if I would have just kept going and kept going and being emotional and just sold the house right when, you know, the divorce happened, like, you know, it wanted to be. I resisted it. And so all that worked out for a reason because if we would have sold at that time, we probably only sold, would have sold for way less and gotten way less, you know, but, but because I was intuitive and because I, 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 I sat in my primal state, I 
had patience and I was, I just felt how I was supposed to feel and what I was supposed to do, not knowing that it was, a, it was completely right, but I was just doing my best. And as I did my best, I, I found myself in, in, in a position where our realtor, uh, JD, was like, we, we have an offer. And so it all went through. And um, as of, as of uh, this week, you're listening on this Tuesday or whenever you're listening, but I will be out in two more days and it's, it's done. That chapter is closed. So sighting on the dotted line so quick and doing and doing, doing, it presents itself when it presents itself to, to end chapter. And in the midst of a close, as y'all know, if you've moved once or twice or 20 times in your life, it's, it's a little stressful. And, and then looking for the new home and doing right and communicating or, you know, failing to communicate right. And there's so many moving parts in this because there's so many people involved. And when there's kids involved that, you know, and when there's a boyfriend involved and then the, the family's involved and so it becomes a lot, you know, because your support is there. Right. And, um, so what, what has happened and what's put me in this very frigid state is because so much has happened in such quick time, um, that I was pressed you know, and when we get pressed, we get pressured and then the pressure is on and then you perform. And then there's times where you're like, it's so cold. I just want to sleep. <laughs> and my mind is racing and I, and I'm, and I'm doing my best and I'm attempting to figure it out. Um, and I'm, and I'm over exceeding myself and I'm getting lack of rest, but you know, and then I'm doing life over here and then I'm attempting to nest over here and run the boys around and then run a business and then be there for project C and all the things. And of course it all happens all at once, right? Of course I'm, I'm charging up on a new project C season 13. Of course, all the clients and, and the emails are streaming through and we have our info meetings and, you know, the network and, but I'm also moving, you know, and that's why it's winter right now, because there's a lot going on. And, and not that the summer months don't have a lot going on, but it's warm outside and it feels good, you know, and it's summer here in Reno and I should be feeling the summer months, but instead I have to hunker down. Brain health is no longer only for those who are suffering from major psychological disorders. For many, COVID-19 has amplified these issues. Maintaining and treating conditions such as anxiety, brain fog, and mood swings is as simple as a checkup with brain health restoration. Mert Brain Therapy at Brain Health Restoration is the most current brain technology on the market. Mert Brain Therapy maps and treats your brain by using non-invasive magnetic resonance therapy that optimizes brain function. You'll see immediately from the Brain Health Restoration readings the condition of your brain today. As you have these treatments, you start to see changes. The brain starts functioning in the way that it's supposed to. I'm not anxious anymore. I don't have depression. I sleep better. I have this sense of peace. Take control of your brain health today. Visit brainhealthrestoration.com. Use the code CAMI to get 10% off your first treatment. I have to hunker down and move strong. I have to make the right moves. I need to have time management. I need to realize that stress is high and I need to know that all of this is change. And change happened because a decision was made.
And that decision came from the heart too. So if it came from the heart, know that these growing pains are on the other side and that it's going to be a challenge and it is kind of stressful and it is overwhelming, but it's nothing to give up on. You made and took the plunge, whether it was, you know, making change at work, making change rules or boundaries in the household, making change in relationship, whatever it is, challenges on the other side. It takes work. It takes work to be in a new relationship. It takes work to be in a new relationship with two kids. It takes a lot of work to move in with each other. You know, it takes a lot of work. And it's one of those things for me, if, if loyalty and trust and, and honesty is on the other side, anything, and I should say communication, anything is possible anything. You know, I have a friend that is going through a hard time right now. And she was telling me after 16 years, she doesn't feel good. I said, why don't you feel good? And she goes, we don't talk. Shouldn't, shouldn't I be with my best friend? Shouldn't I be talking to my best friend? But instead, you know, it's just no talk at all. It's lack of communication and just do your life, do your life. And we have kids in the middle and, and we just are kind of there. You know, and, and, but it's so easy to live with this person because it's so easy, but the emotional cup is not being filled. The emotional intellect is not being touched, you know? And when I hear that, we all have our issues, you know, she's not being emotionally fed. He's not being physically fed. Um, her spiritual walk is off right now. He's full of greed, control power, whatever the situation is, it's not your place to fill that void. It's that person's place to look at themselves in the mirror and decide to wake up, decide, decide to shake it off, decide, decide to become, you know, and, 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 you know, Dan and I talk so often, it's, it's a very strong position to stand in love with another person. It's a very, it's a very weak position to fall in love, which is where I was. And which is why this relationship is completely different. I've fallen head over my feet in, in situations in love and in lust in the past where you don't want to do that again. You can't do something different if you don't do something different. Change is not going to happen without change. So when you present yourself into this new situation, whatever it may be in life, do it differently. Do it with intent and be purpose-filled. You know, Dan and I, Dan and I are like always, always, you know, in, in, in our strong seasons and our weak seasons. And so far, being a year, a little bit more than a year into this, we can say to each other that when you are weak, I'll be strong. And when I am weak, please be strong. Can you help me in this area? I don't really do well in this, in this, in this area, but I need your help. You don't complete me. You completely understand me. You completely want me to be me, which makes the chemistry and the connection so dynamic. When you 
freely want that person to be themselves. Authentic. And is it a challenge to get there even though that that's something that you desire? Heck yeah. Because you're going through the annoyances, the frustrations, the, 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 you know, back two steps, forward three steps. But more power to you to become your better self. More power to you to find yourself. And more power to you to understand that you have the ability to become without thinking that you need to be perfect. You know, and just to all the moms out there, to all the people that, that support and have guardianship over something and are in relationship and, and, and doing the best that they can and whether you're a father or mother or a friend or, you know, a sibling, whatever, whoever is listening that has the deep heart to help other people, you're doing the right thing. People need help. People need love. I just had a friend. I was actually Dan's client this morning. He was talking about actually bringing up his stepson, you know, and in his stepson, he, his way was a certain way. It was, it's pretty much, we work off of our own experiences. We, we work off of how we were raised and our background. And, and so when, when there's, when there's that position in life where you're like, what? do I do with this kid? What do I do with this human? It doesn't always have to be a kid. It could be a friend, you know, how you work with them, but, and engage with them. But he goes, after nine years, I realized that little boy just needs love. He just needed a hug instead of me reprimanding him or putting him down or, you know, disciplining him or just teaching him a lesson. He just needed a hug, you know? So whether you're taking care of a child whether you're taking care of a dog, whether you're taking care of, you know, your elders or just you're a caretaker, you know, you're doing right in this world because it's truly about connection. We always, we always know that. I remember Dan sent me this, this song, gosh, it had to have been like truly a year ago. And, and it was the greatest, most important thing in this life is connection. And if you have connection and then you have chemistry. My mom stands out in this sentence of some people never get that in a lifetime. And I pray for that. And to know that those prayers have been answered and this is streamlining my way and the attraction is there and the magnetic force is there and all the things they're lining up, but it doesn't mean that it's a fairy tale. It doesn't mean that it's a movie. <laughs> It means that there's work and there's hardship and there's challenges along the way that, that, that are going to be faced in front of your face and that's your time to face yourself in the mirror to be better. I had another girlfriend today. She was asking for advice and I, I, always, I always just get really humbled in positions like this because I'm a personal trainer. I'm a gym owner and I have a service and that's to work out and that's to, to give programs to people and find, find myself in alignment to goal set and to help them, right? And then sure enough, there's, there's situations that have been almost daily where it has nothing to do with fitness. And I realized that walking into, just like you do with your home, you pray to God that your home is a safe haven. You pray to God that you can go home and this is the, the secure place in your life, you know? And for some people, CCF and, you know, your community, 
whatever it is in your life is also another sanctuary, you know? So anyways, this girl walks in and she's troubled and she's having, she's conflicted and she's confused because of her love life and her situation, you know? And so here we go. Ashley and I tell her just like, can you shut your workout down and just come over to the mats and stretch? Go grab your phone and let's just take some notes because we're talking to her. We're having real talk. Just like the topic of this conversation is real talk and more power to you to sit down and to be silent and be quiet and to jot down things like you are right now in your journal. So you can brand it and you can see it and you can, like when I'm talking out loud, I learned so much, you know? And, and so anyways, she's listening and, and engaging and expressing herself and, and we listened and we listened and, and then we're like, well, write down the 10 things that are really important to you on an emotional standpoint that you need and you desire in your life. And then write down those in, in as a relationship, sorry. And then write the things down that you need and desire in your life as a, as an individual, because that's important too. And then present that to that person and have real talk, have real talk about what it is that you need. And in return, he should give his answers and, and may they collide or may they not, but at least be honest and at least be truthful. And I could tell that she was in a winter, winter month, month as well. I could tell that she was frigid and she was cold and she was on her way to hypothermia. She's getting, you know, unclear and she just too much, you know? And, and at that point you gotta, you gotta buckle down and you gotta hold on to the reins and tighten them up for that matter. And, and buck up and start thinking logically, you know, versus emotionally and ask the hard questions and face yourself in the mirror. So through the storm, life gets better. The changes are happening. The sell of the house has happened. The move is happening and it hasn't been pretty. It's been very overwhelming. Um, but it's one of those things where when you trust in your walk because you're walking from the depths of your heart it's right dan and i speak so often about we're not willing to push a square hole through a round peg it's not going to happen because that's false it's wrong it's shoving it's pushing and that's not how it should be it should be organic. And when we think of organic, I was just reading about food labels today and all the, the deceit in the food labels because of organic. I say that hoping that it's pure, right? But knowing in my professional world that food labels are so deceitful, they're so confusing, you know, and they're, they're, they're not they're challenging what is, is what I'm saying. Like reading a food label is challenging. You got to know exactly what you're looking for, you know? Um, and you got to know that the challenge is there as well, even though you have an organic piece of fruit. It, it, and, and when I say that with the food labels, I'm talking about the brands and is it, you know, did they, did they say kosher and are they just, 
are they just sugarcoating this and making this eye candy with their presentation um, to get you to buy it, you know, or is it really kosher? <laughs> and the, there's certain companies that, that, that give kosher and there's certain companies that don't, you know, but that's the challenge. And that's a challenge in life with friends. That's a challenge in career. It's a challenge in relationships. And you just got to be up for the challenge, right? So more power to you for everyone working hard and doing the best that they can. I understand that. And you got to know that you're not alone when you're in your winter month, even though it's summer and it's about to be 102 degrees and you should be enjoying yourself and out there at the lake and doing the things. Well, no, guess what? It's time to grind. It's, trying, it's time to hunker down and figure it out and be action-based and get through this. And as you get through this, it's going to present some sort of blossom. The seed has been planted and just like the lotus flower doesn't come from a beautiful place. It actually comes from muck and mud and grossness. And, but when it does blossom, it's the most beautiful stinking thing as we've talked about so many times in Project You. And instead of thinking of just the fairy tale, just, just the happy, happy ending or just the movie that you've seen out there that is perfect. It's not true life. Work hard at life. Earn your stripes. Have real talk with yourself and realize that you're doing a stinking good job. Remember Jada Pickett-Smith at the Red Round Table. Like, um, she has her own podcast and her TV show, but um, she said with her daughter, she's like, I was doing the best that I could in my nightmare, in, in her time, in her place of confusion and worry and, and all the crazy stuff that was going on. She did the best. And now she has so many more tools and she's doing better. You know, and so if you're in that spot, do your best. Push hard. Find more tools. Find ways to find more tools instead of just banking on yourself. The moments that I just banked on myself, I, I didn't perform well. The moments that I had a great coach, that I get, had a great mentor, maybe a great pastor, maybe a great counselor, whatever that was, I got better because I set myself aside, my ego, which was like, hey, girl, you got this. You know how to do this. No, I don't. I don't know how to do this. I need help. And that was becoming a, a strength of mine opposed to me seeing as a weakness for reaching out for help. So please, please introduce yourself to yourself today. If you haven't done it yet and you've been scared of this woman, you've been scared of this man and you're not, you're not, you've never been willing, be willing today. And if you already know yourself, continue to get to know yourself, continue to pick up more tools. Cause I don't think that there's one day that needs to go by without grabbing something, learning something, enjoying something, um, at a, at a greater degree than you have in the past. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for being so open. Thank you for being truthful to yourself and thank you for changing. We're always in the line of change. Just like the girl was talking about um, at the gym when she was sitting on the mats, we were talking about just evolution itself and then watching herself and her own evolution with her relationship. She started dating this guy when he was a major partier and then he became sober and he's on the other side of the tracks, you know, and she doesn't have that problem. 
Um, he did. So she doesn't have to fill that void. He does. She doesn't need to change her life and her lifestyle because it's not a problem, you know, but then you, then you see this whole new person, right? And, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the biggest change in my life. And what do I do? Who do, who am I supposed to be? And it's not about him. It's about her now. And he's on his walk. And so there's this, there's this whole big mess you know, and you either do it together or you part ways and you do it, you do it solo until you find yourself to be the best that you can be for yourself. Then you can express yourself to the world. And that's just the way that cookie crumbles. The more and more we don't sit down and face ourselves and stop doing things for other people, um, then we're procrastinated. We're procrastinating to be our better. So that's just another story. I hope that you guys had a great time tonight or today um, whenever you are listening to Project You. This is a place where I hope that you get inspired. I hope that you feel the motivation to write things down, to goal set, to be open, to ask questions, to answer the questions, to take personal inventory, really, um, and that's something that I do every single day. And as I get quiet and I reflect and I start to see the bigger picture, I get excited. And even though that I was, and I am in a winter month right now, I get excited because I know that spring's around the corner. This is not going to be like this forever. This too shall pass. So, um, you know, while I'm over here, kind of frigid and kind of blizzard, kind of storm, I do find myself to be super excited because great things are coming and I work hard every single day to be my better self. And I, again, that's all I hope for everyone and anyone that ever listens to this is that you know deep down in your heart that you're destined for purpose, you're destined for connection, you're destined for a relationship. You're destined for your career and you just got to earn your stripes. <laughs> you got to put the work in. And until next time, you guys, thank you so much. Mwah. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.